Welcome to this week's podcast. I do it for hip hop podcast. I got a special guest coming on the show. My girl Hazel E from Love and Hip Hop LA, celebrity um, publicist, former celebrity publicist. Now she's a reality star, a hip hop star, and she's calling all the way from LA to talk about what's going on. Her new book, Girl Cold, which hits stores on April fourth. So I'm excited. I hope you are. Make sure you subscribe and rate the podcast. I do it for hip hop podcast. You can search it on iTunes, DJ Bugsy. Um, you can also go to Google Play as well as the SoundCloud, DJ Bugsy215. So I'm super excited. I can't wait to Hazel E call in. You know, hip hop has been real crazy this week. You know, um, Nicki Minaj, she fired back. She dropped three songs, respectively. No frauds, regret in your tears and change it. Um, I thought that the this was weak. I felt like she should have did it by herself and she should have called names, you know what I mean? Real disrespectful, just like Remy did. And Remy's actually in the studio right now working on another one where she's going to diss Drake and Wheezy. So I can't wait to see what that's about. But like I said, we got Hazel E on the show tonight. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to do this interview to come on my podcast. I really appreciate that. Um, I want to get into the beginning with you because a lot of people don't realize that you actually was a publicist, a celebrity publicist before you even came on Love & Hip Hop. So talk a little bit about that 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 role that you had to take and, you know, who were some of the people that you had under your umbrella? I want to know, like, who did you have, what celebrities was on your team, and what made you want to become a reality star as opposed to staying a publicist? I mean, at the time when I was doing PR, kind of before I started doing music, um, I was out of college and worked with a lady named Echo Haddix at Echoing Sounds, and I had a bachelor's in mass comm and PR, public relations, TV broadcasting, so okay, you know, she um, you know, she put me on campaigns. I mean, I, we had did an All Star Weekend in Houston together. Okay, I think I got Yao Ming's restaurant. Did this thing with Chameleon Air. He was one of my clients. Okay, um, you know, I was Barkley. Um, I had I had Tank when I started kind of venturing off with the Boondocks. Okay, just in the beginning, of the PR was just. You know, a thing I had, I was, you know, Megan Good, Melissa Ford, Eva, you know, mm. Marcel, you know, Tiana Taylor. We did, we all did big things, you know, Quincy Combs. Like, I had, you know, I had my own little, like, you know, function. I was going to Hollywood parties. I was getting everybody on the blog. This is when Media Takeout was coming out and mm-hmm. YBS and um, Nicole Bitchy and, you know, all those, all those blogs were like popping and I had to plug on it because that's what I knew was trained to do so right you know it was a lot of a lot of upfront work but it was great work i had a degree in it so i was epic at it got to go to the grammys and tv music awards you know be backstage produce mm. you know big campaigns huge artists and right. and big projects like the boondocks was huge it was you know what i'm saying it was groundbreaking when um magluder wanted to take it from the comics to, to a cartoon you know what i'm saying absolutely so it, it definitely like, was groundbreaking people still talk about boondocks to this day yeah, I mean, so it was just, you know, it was it was my thing. And then, you know, I I, I did music and met Idris Alba, and he's like, hey, do you really want to do, after I had seen him this, like, really big Halloween party in the hills, mm-hmm. and I was like, music this, and he was a DJ, and I sent him the music, and he was like, all right, I'm going to do a whole mixtape on you. He was uh, mm-hmm. filming this show, um, The Office, at the time, and doing the movie with Beyonce. Um so, you know, he sent me in the studio, recorded, we put out, she said it's mixtape. And, um, you know, I did a couple music projects, signed a Fisher House, did a couple things. And then mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, popping publicist, underground little rapper chick, like, what's my next thing? And so it was just like, let's create something and bring something to L.A., you know, Hollywood, and let's put these people on it right. and make it lit because we need a platform. You know what I'm saying? We need a platform. Like, I know all these celebrities and all these great people, but... And they may have had big careers at one point and, you know, some would say falling off or, you know, got lost in the sauce or whatever, you know. Yeah. And with this show that I see that's popping in New York and Atlanta, if we did it in Hollywood, it would be lit. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. you put it together, you build it, you know, hopefully they will come. And it wasn't too long after it was put together that the right lady, Mona Scott Young, did come because it, you know what I'm saying? It was a thing like. Yeah. Look, you already got this. You know what I'm saying? Like we got this out here. Like fuck with us. Uh, excuse my language, but you know. No, work you can with say us. say how you feel. Say how you feel, baby girl. Say how you feel. This is this is explicit. This is an explicit podcast. We don't won't hold no punches over here, baby. <laughs> we can do your thing. Yeah, you so, saying? so so mm-hmm. it's like you know at that point, right? It just makes sense, and then 
it just kind of, you know, it took its own legs and it it grows, you know? And so from that platform, it's just Mm -hmm. been like, what else can I do? You know what I'm saying? Like start a business, have brands under, get really active on social media, turn social media into a money-making business for myself. You know, monetize your your social media, basically monetize your relationships and Mm -hmm. put values on things and, and learn your worth. And that's just you know, from there till now. <laughs> okay. So yeah. are you, are you, so how did you meet Mona Scott? Are you the co-creator of Love and Hip Hop LA? Like, how did you, how did you get that, get that deal? Like, how did you make that happen? It was, it was, um, that's a real tricky question. Um, yeah, I'm not the co-creator, I'm not the co-creator. It was already created before I came the franchise Love and Hip Hop. Um, right. But I yeah, mean, the L.A. branch, you kind of like was the spearhead of that, correct? Yeah, yeah. Then okay. that's, that's the truth. But like I said, it's always like, you know, it's a brand that already exists and that was just pitching a new idea and then gathering up mm-hmm. the bodies they needed to get it done. And then once they were like, all right, we rock, we rocking with this. We can do this. And they start adding, they, you know, they, little, they mix on it and getting this person and that person. You know what I'm saying? And turning right. it up even bigger what it started out because you're with a, a, a big franchise, and then right. you do have a producer, Mona Scott Young, and it's her, you know, it's kind of her operation, but it's her relationships and connections. So if she want to get it done, you know what I'm saying? She got it done. She, you know, she she had the final say-so on who really popped up on that screen or not, you know? And it okay. was going to that's because that's what she do. So right. in a way, it's like taught me a lot about TV mm. and how it's done. And, right. you know, I definitely uh, see myself as a future television producer in the future. So, you know, we'll see. Learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, so mm-hmm. you went to college. A lot of people probably don't know that, and you have a degree in mass communication, which was my major. That's why we're here today. <laughs> okay, and um, okay. You, you're also an AKA. So, talk a little bit about that experience in college and how it got you where are you are today. Like, do you feel like college helped you get to where you are today, or you feel like you still would have got there regardless of the degree or not? No, no, no. College is definitely the thing that probably made me take it to the next level. Like it, it, may, it gave me those extra four years to let my brain think and develop and not have to be responsible in life, but like on my own pace type thing. And so I was just like, this is another obstacle. I'm going to get this thing done with flying colors. Animal pledge, be the youngest on my line. Turn up, bring AKA Alpha Kappa Alpha back to mm-hmm. State University in San Marcos. You know what I'm saying? They were suspended before that, and they okay. got that done. Like I was running operations in college. Like we, AKAs weren't even on the yard. I had we had to go ahead and bring them back because they were suspended for ten years. You know what I'm mm. saying? So it was like so you brought them back. You was instrumental in bringing yeah. them back. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm the charter chapter in, in my university, so it's just like you know, did that, then bam, and and senior year of college, I, I got an internship and I got this little student exchange program that my school offered for me to go to school in another state and do internship and finish my last year of my degree out there. So I chose LA and came to Northridge. You know mm. what I'm saying? And you've been there ever since. Yeah. <laughs> so I put in, I worked, like I put in over 10 years in LA already. You know what I'm saying? Over 10, like been pe- in the pavement hard. Mm. Like, mm. <laughs> That's dope, but you were originally from Texas, right? I'm originally a military brat, so yeah, that, yeah. So you've been all over. Yeah, but Texas is where I call home. It's where my family lives. It's where my grandfather died at. It's, oh, sorry it's when I that. go home. It's where I go. No, it's when I go home. That's where I go. Right. But you know, I definitely probably been in Hollywood longer than I've been in anywhere in my life. So. I just felt like it's only time and right that the city I put so much into and people that I put so much energy into, whether it's promoting a club, promoting a brand, promoting a person, whatever it was, turning it up, that it was finally my just due time and to also get paid in the city where I lay. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's the space and place I'm in right now. You know, I got a book coming out, The Girl Code Inc., 
Yeah, we about to so, get into that. We about to get into the girl code because I think that's a I actually think that's a great idea because I feel like women and females, period, always are catty and it's highlighted in love and hip hop all the time. So I feel like this girl code book is much needed and much necessary and definitely needs to hit the shelves. It also needs to hit iBooks and iTunes and everything across the board. So what made you because I because I also know that girl code is a, a brand that you started as well in 2014. So I want to know know what made you want to come out with a book about the girl Cole and and can you tell the people exactly what's your angle what are you looking to get out what is the message in girl Cole, the book itself yeah uh, so mm -hmm. when i took the season off the of love and hip-hop and i had a lot of time to reflect after you know my my nose accident after you know all right. the drums with Young you know, Bird and Sierra yeah, 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 Marie and, and Makai. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I had my little time to, you know, uh, chill out and, you know what I'm saying, relax. And then it was just like, you know what the problem is? I'm always in these social media beasts. There's always somebody picking on me. Like, I put out the Girl Code mixtape with DJ Charisma in mm -hmm. 2012. You know right. what I'm saying? So yeah. by 2014, when we got the show on and popping on air, my lawyer was like, you need to incorporate yourself because you need to make yourself a business before you even get on this show. So what is your brand that you want to incorporate? And he's like, is it, you know, is it, Haz is it Hazel Lee? Hazel Lee .com? I'm like, nah, incorporate girl code and girl, girl code Inc. He was like, all right. And so I was like, yeah, let me have that as a brand. So right. that way, whether famous or not, I can always still put out work, whether it's my work, somebody else's work, I can always have a business to, you know, facilitate, you know, people with opportunities, brands with opportunities. Like, I just know how to make stuff work. I know how to make one and one equal two. You know how to just, secure the bag. You know how to secure the yeah, bag. Yeah, for sure. Okay. No matter what, <laughs> no matter what the situation is. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, the book is just a, mm -hmm. a guide, like a guide to just being, having, having ethics class and, you know, morality still i feel like we're in a generation where mm -hmm. you know social media is hyped and you know you know a whole bunch of social media thotties and yeah. you know uh boppers and every all this other stuff is glorified than people keeping their brains on right getting focused getting educated know what's going on in this world owning themselves owning businesses you know what i'm saying not getting caught up in all the drama but nobody's highlighting what really should be going on. Like, Ex all we're worried about is trying to get the next guy and who's dating who and who's who's baby daddy and who's with it. Like, we worried about the wrong stuff. So right. I didn't grow up in a place, in a space where I was worried about the wrong stuff. I lived on a military base, okay, mm, before right. my parents moved to the big house. So I, I had guards at my gate growing up. So my life was real structured, you know. I was taught that, you know, mm -hmm. you can't act like, you know, flip-flops and expect to be treated like Louboutins. Mm. You know, that's a quote in the book. Um, okay, I like so that. So it's about, like, you know, it's about social behavior, interactions, what, what you should be doing with your relationships with your friends and what you shouldn't be, learning how to become a sister to another female that might may be in need. Like, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're now mm -hmm. trained and thought, like, everybody has to be your enemy. No, everybody doesn't. You know what I'm saying? If everybody has a space and a place in your life, keeps in there and have that relationship and treat with one uh, each other, you know, with kindness, respect. And if respect is lost, then there ain't really nothing else there. Then you got to push, you know what I'm saying? And that's okay. Right. But these are some behaviors and traits that you can go by that'll lead you to this. And then, you know, then there's also the traits and codes to go by. Like, okay, you just don't, you don't break, you don't break a rule of sleeping with your friends, ex-boyfriend, love interest, who she want, who she had. Like, there's enough people in this world that just don't do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't, if you think she's promiscuous and, you know, and that you don't know her history and then you sleeping with him and that, then you don't know his history. And if that don't, um, be in, if that's not, isn't enough to make you still not want to do that, right. then you just have no hope. And so you know that you're breaking the code. You know what I'm saying? So you got to check yourself. Right. So the book is really just a guide and a manual on social interaction and behaviors and mm -hmm. um, just becoming a better business person. Like sometimes people don't know what to do if you don't tell them. So right. now if you put out information and, you know, ways to help excel yourself and you don't use it, then that's on your bad. I'm giving you, you know, like you the said, guide. you made the Yeah. Giving them the guide. A guide. And you can, and you can, and it helps you just be a better person. Like, 
as much stuff as I go through and people see me go through on TV, off TV, on TMZ, on media takeout, on whatever you see, you know what I'm saying, on my social media, whatever shade room, whatever's going on anywhere, Mm -hmm. I have to know how to be able to handle all of that. It's not easy. People get upset if somebody say they don't look like them in a picture. Imagine seeing Mm-hmm. Thousands and thousands and thousands of those comments every day. You would go crazy. Yeah. So I am. I can't imagine because I ain't, I ain't I ain't on the I ain't got as much followers you got. I mean I'm popping in Philly, but I ain't popping in L. A. Yet maybe one day to happen. You know in God's time, <laughs> but definitely popping in Philly. I'm one of the top podcast internet radio hosts in the city. You know, and um, you know, you know. and I love Philly because I, I watch Peanut Live from the two one five. Oh, you do? Oh yeah, he cool. Yeah, he cool. He yeah. cool people. Yeah, he he funny as shit. He's a funny boy. He's hilarious. I'm like, I've got to shoot with this guy. Like, I like Philly is just surrounding me right now. I just got put on a peanut live a little bit ago. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm just like, all right, Philly. Like, um, you know, I prefer. I told SD Green. I said I told not because you are, but I, I told SD out there. You did when I just years ago when I had my valley uh my. Shoe Fetish mixtape out. I came out there with Megan Good and her sister Lamaya Good for Carl J's hair show. I had oh, yeah. Carl J, yeah. the celebrity stylist. Shout out to Carl J. He been doing it big. He been doing big things because I, I did a party with him and Esther Baxter like like seven years ago. And he, yeah. he came with Esther Baxter to this party that I had. But, yeah, yeah, he cool yeah. people. Carl J, he cool people. Shout out to Carl J. <laughs> He's been doing hair for the longest, man. And um, but no, I wanna talk about too, because I'm glad you brought that up. Like, how do you deal with that, Hazel? Because you talk about, you know, comments in your in your in your social media, on your Instagram, and thousands of comments and your notifications going off like crazy, especially when a story breaks on a shade room or baller alert. I know your comments get heavy. So how do you deal with that? Like, you know, how do you maintain your sanity and being a human being and still trying to maintain the girl code ink your book your brand being a reality star and a hip-hop artist how do you how do you deal with that does that make you go insane like who keeps you balanced that's what i want to know who keeps you balanced well <laughs> like, in, in the book in the in the book chill. in the book it, it talks about having the right people in your life to keep you balanced like the finding that person that'll tell you like mm-hmm. hey you're tripping or hey guess you're doing this fucking great like you have you, it talks about it talks about that in chapter three, you know, about the people you need in your life who can when you feel like you can't you can't take it all because there is days I feel like I can't take it all. If the wrong story hits on the wrong day at the wrong time in the middle of the wrong thing, I want to get to tripping. You know what I'm saying? But I have yeah. a mother. Right. I have I have I have a, a, a man that tells me. You mm-hmm. doing this good? Are you doing that bad? This is not it. This is not. This is not what's up. Like change that, fix that, keep me up on trend. Like let me know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you have people in your life that balance. You have friends that care. I have. I have a lot of makeup and hairstyles. You be fleeking it up like you be really doing it. Like I be seeing your little post. I be like, okay, Hazel, look at you. Uh, <laughs> Check yeah, her out. I mean, and then I wanted to ask you. You was on a helicopter, and then you was on like this bus, and then you had this music playing in the background. You came out the bus, and you had your little somebody was holding your makeup, and you was walking, and you was all you know groovy with it. I'm like, yo, what's that all about? What was what was that? Some kind of photo shoot, or what was going on on that particular post? Because I was trying to figure out. It was called the hunger. That, that, Anger, that, what was that? that? Like, what was that? that? Let me uh, know. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that, 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 went, that one I can't talk about, you know what I'm saying? But that one is you got to stay tuned, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Check that's out. a stay tuned. Okay, okay. that's a to be continue. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a to be continue. <laughs> that's what we just getting started, you know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. That's a that's a wait on it. That's you know what I'm saying? So we dropping new music. I mean, new music, new new TV shows, new right. new book, new makeup line, the glow up kit by Hazelie. You know what I'm saying? Everybody talks about the glow up from you know, then till now between the nose accidents, the other surgery on doctors, you know what I'm saying? So okay. I got the makeup line, the, the, the Hazelie glow up kit coming with the makeup brushes, the contour kit, the little glow. How my makeup be looking sleek. So in my off time, I also sat down to develop a product that I could, you know, give to my fans and, you know, that consumers can actually, you know, invest in me on. So okay. I'm trying to give out a good product to, you know, mass market so everybody could purchase this and stuff I actually use. And, you know what I'm saying? Put that under the girl coding. I got the shoe dazzle. 
you know yeah, what I'm that's saying? what I was going to say. The shoe dazzle, that post. Ooh, you killed that. Yeah, you I mean, I some, you dazzling. You dazzling, major, baby. Yeah, I, got some, I got some major bashers out here in the streets. It's like, don't sleep on the baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Yo, why she it? said like that? She said, don't <laughs> sleep on the baby. Yo, Hazel, you funny. Um, so, all right, so I want to get into Love and Hip Hop. So, are you going to be in the new season? Are we, can we expect Hazel E on the new season of Love and Hip Hop LA? And when is it, when does it kick off? When is it actually happening? We want to know. The people want to know. What's going on with Love and Hip Hop LA? When does it kick off? Are you part of it? Do you have a major role? Are you a supporting role? What role are you playing? Because you took a break. Well, well that's it, that's it, that's it. Let's start here. If I'm ever doing anything, am I ever supporting a role or am I the role? We'll just start there. In anything that I do, am I the role or am I the supporting role? Let's start there. Okay. Because I don't ever think when I'm ever on anywhere, I'm ever really the supporting role. And I think I've proven that to show that right. these people were my supporting cast. Because when I come back, I shut it down. You feel me? So oh, I feel we'll leave you. that there. And the rest is going to have to be on that. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Stay yeah. tuned. You never know. What's gonna pop up? What's gonna air? I mean, I so think you don't, you don't want to, you want to. I think the people want me back. So if the people want me back, I gotta give away for them to get me back. So that's to stay tuned. <laughs> oh, so you're not re you're not releasing that information as of right now. Okay. You're keeping that, you're keeping that classified, <laughs> basically. You know, there's certain things in the, there's certain things in the code. You know what I'm saying? In the in a, in a section about business. You know what I'm saying? And okay. when you in contracts and when you under non-disclosure agreements, you follow those rules because in good business, you right. do what you're supposed to do to secure the bag. And securing the bag means shutting the fuck up, and that's what you do. You feel me? <laughs> oh yeah listen listen it's business so i gotta respect it especially when it comes to tv i know y'all be signing a lot of different paperwork so i I can respect that but what i want to know is it's like listen because you and <laughs> like you and sierra marie and makai like y'all had so many issues and it's like it's like the, those those issues come out in real life because it's like seeing it on camera is one thing, but it's like can y'all break bread outside of loving hip hop? It like because you and Terry Marie ever be like real friends behind outside of loving hip hop, or is it is so much you know stuff that y'all mad at each other about that it can never be friends the way y'all were because y'all shared an apartment all that. So how how does how are y'all relationship yeah, I think, now? I think it's the latter. Yeah, I think it's the latter. What you said, like. I just, you know, it, there was a separation that occurred. I think the world saw it, you know what I'm saying? And right. it's true, honest, real form that it was in, you right. know what I'm saying? And okay. when it comes to TV, it only brings what you're really doing to light. And or you can fake some stuff, but the world knows when you're faking it. The reason why people are so, you know, that that's like a real situation because people know that was like, we were really friends. Like, we really did live together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we really did grind together. So yeah. for it to be so bad on tv it's just like can we ever repair it? and i i venture to say you know if somebody keeps on perpetually you know in a girl code crossing that line with you then if you're you have to decide if it was best for you and if, if that is unhealthy for you to let it go because that's my thing i'm not gonna keep letting nobody cross no line and then keep mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's the definition of insanity repeating the same act or behavior and right. expecting different results that's that's not gonna that's not gonna change so that means i feel like it's probably best to let it go you know but has um, she reached out to you in the off season has she reached out to you to say you know what hazel i was wrong like you know sometimes i think women need to step up to the plate and admit their wrongs and just just be like look i was wrong i apologize and and woman up like they yeah, but that, but they, can, they can keep saying they wrong and they can keep of course she's reached out to me how about like it's it's so it's so much so it's just like right. I can't even answer those questions. I'm gonna have to say stay tuned. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> the place and space that yeah. I feel, you know that that I yeah, feel is just like right. it's 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 a it's a it's a perpetual line crossing situation okay. on all ends on every which way that it happens. It's always a line cross, and it's just like all right. So it's just better off that we not. You know what I'm saying? Right. Probably be around Dilly because it will get nasty. Like, it could get real ugly. And okay. it's just like, you know. But at this point in time, you know, if it has to get ugly, mm -hmm. you know, a queen never backs down from a war. 
you know what I'm saying? To yeah. run the kingdom. The right. queen has to be real strong. She Absolutely. came back down from every war. Like I said, at some point, she got to stand up for her name, her reputation, her kingdom, her palace, her, you know what I'm saying, what she built. Right. I can respect that. So, yeah. Mm, that's interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I want to know now, um, Hazel E, is what happened with Kat? Was he not scratching your cat enough? Because, I mean, when I first found out, <laughs> listen, when I first found out about your relationship, I didn't really know. Like, it's like, you know, I, I, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I, I know opposites attract, but it's like y'all two is this different. It's like I can't really describe it, but I, I really felt like I really feel like when you do love someone or you do like someone, let it show. Let it show and prove. No matter what the blog say, no matter what your girlfriend say, your boy, your dude, your friend, male friends, whatever, if your heart's in it, be in it. So I want to yeah. know what happened with y'all. Like, because I felt like it was a chance. Like it was. I mean, y'all, you, y'all was on social media. Y'all was showing each other love on both pages. It looked like it was genuine. It looked like it was L O V E. So I just don't know how it goes from that to I don't know to to an end. Like what 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 occurred? Like it just felt like you know what happened. I don't know. <laughs> it's like yo, what's going on with y'all? But seriously, I really want to know what happened. Man, there's so many things that happen. I probably would get slapped with a lawsuit if I talked about it. Now, um, I mean, I mean, you, you ain't know, gotta get too the, deep with the, it, but just at, yeah. I mean, at the at the mm-hmm. you know, it, it was all real. It was never for TV because if it was for TV, it would have been on TV, and it wasn't. It was just real life right. happening at a at a fast pace. It lasted longer than probably either one of us expected when we got into it, and okay. then you know when. Cat, like, not when he originally met me, like, years before when I worked on the boondocks and he was, you know, on the boondocks. Like, not then, but, like, this time when he, like, met me, like, he met a girl who just got on TV. I was going through some terrible stuff on TV. Like, this is, like, an episode, like, four or five. You know what I'm saying? You know, he... What season was this? What season? Uh, season one. Season, season one. one. Oh, In yeah, yeah. You was going one. through... Yeah. Okay, yeah. You was going through yeah. a lot during and that time. So, so he was a good friend yeah. during that time supporting you. Yeah. Well, he just took care. He just decided, like, I want to, I want to love this person. I want to take care of them, and I want to make their their struggle a little bit easier, their load a little bit lighter. But then, you know, it was it was great. I sacrificed a lot. I mean, help mm-hmm. when I did quit. You know, it was because that was what he wanted me to do. You know what I'm saying? He felt like mm. I didn't have to do that. But this is me dealing with an A-list comedian. You know what I'm saying? Who's yeah. touring stadiums, you know, I, I came to Philly, you know what I'm saying? I came to the show in Philly. Like, well, actually, not the last show, because that's the night he got in a fight with old boy and got stomped out at the club by, uh... Yeah, um, by, was by, it? Not, yeah. The people of, not Benny Siegel, but the people, whatever, yeah, at boom, that show. Yeah, boom, 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 Yeah, boom. boom. And, yeah. So, and so it was like, those events were happening, you know, all those incidents were happening, you know, all the time. And it was always putting myself, like, like, it didn't, stuff didn't have to be handled that way he didn't like mm-hmm. stuff didn't have to be done this was all on choice and decision like and so right. you know in the end the person that i i started off loving and loving to be with and wanting to be around and this and that you know what i'm saying pushed me and you know tons of other people away yeah. by their behavior their choices that you like you know what i'm saying like at a point where you see the girl the person you're supposed to love walking out your house in handcuffs on a rate like on some 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 super stuff right. that you did like she trying to stop you from doing you know what I'm saying like Absolutely. it was all from the beginning to the end was all bad I had no control of and it just kept spiraling spiraling my control to okay. the point where it was like all right I'm getting out of jail now like I done been in a whole police raid with forty guns at my chest and stuff like all right it's it's probably you know at this at a certain point you got to tap out like okay I could take this one and this one that one and that one too. But now this, like, come on, like, we doing yeah. this every day, every day we enhance, like, why are we doing this every day? So it's not being like, like, there's a problem, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I think, you know, Kat is a genius and he's a legend at what he does. And Absolutely. then when, you know, certain people can't handle certain levels of pressure. There's a reason why Kat tours, tours stadiums and he doesn't do a ton of movies. You know what I'm saying? He, he doesn't, all that red carpet, taking pictures, he's not with all of that. He's is a genius in what he does and all that other stuff makes him go crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, right, and I understand that because a lot of a lot of actors and celebrities and people, period, 
they're not into the red carpet life. A lot of the no. celebrities don't even show no. up to their own red carpet. So I understand that. When you're taking pictures of him having a cigarette on the road or, you know, whatever, like he's going to be, he's not one of those celebrities that's going to just, you know, walk, smile. No, he's going to be, get, get stuck out my face. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's going to yeah. get the tripping. So right. It's just like, you know, but it was those situations, but we were putting ourselves in situations and it just got, Got out ugly. of control, okay. out of hand, things happened. It was best for both parties to walk away at that time just because of all the legal issues and this mm. and that and this and that. So it was best for everybody so, to kind of go their own way. So it got real bad. It got real bad, basically. It got real bad mm. at the end. Oh, yeah. It got real It got real bad. And then, you know, it's time for him to clean stuff up. He still had a couple more things in his closet and it was just like okay i'll set it like this person is doing this this is what they want to do and i'm just not with it mm-hmm. and we had fun we were there in each other's lives for a reason in a season and it's okay you yeah. know what i'm saying are y'all like, still friends I to this day i'm sure if i see i mean there's still things to be unresolved in that situation but i know that he has nothing but love for me and i have nothing but love and you know with right. him well and success too like it's not an evil like Oh, you know, it's not it's not one of those things. That person showed me and when they're in their right frame of mind has showed me love, kindness, respect, you know, took care of me, you know, just to the right. best of their ability. So mm-hmm. for that I will never, you know what I'm saying, really hate that person or not yeah. wish that person well. You know what I'm saying? Like right. even if I I never were to see him again, it would still be the same. And if I seen him again, I would still have nothing but love. Could it ever be love again? Probably not, because I know this. Be, like I know your pattern now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Two years in a relationship, you kind of start learning, Patterns. like a person what they doing. Right. And you can either be with it or you, you or you couldn't be. You know what I'm saying? And if you stay around in a situation just for financial gain and not happiness, then you will find yourself lonely, sitting in a big penthouse condo with diamonds and furs and Chanel and still being able to cry and be sad. And yeah. you'll realize that money, that money isn't everything. That's so you had, you had that, nights like, and days like that where you cried with Chanel on or, you know, a oh bunch yeah. of furs on and you got all this bread uh-huh. and you laying in your bed and you still crying and still sad, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. So, and that's when you realize, like, no, that's, Money's not, that's everything. not Right. It's not everything. There are certain things that, that equate to even more than money. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. even when people feel like, oh, if I just had this money, my life would be perfect. Oh, no, no, no. When you have that money, you, there comes a whole lot of other issues. You know what I'm saying? There's love that's involved. There's people that feel like, oh, you made it. Like, take everybody to the top. People coming at you for the wrong intentions. It's a whole lot of different other ways, you know, that, money hurts you just as well so once you realize it's not everything mm-hmm. then you could start to find what really makes you happy right. and what i found that really made me happy was one being my own boss you know like not letting nobody run me period like i make my decisions i i make the final decision mm-hmm. i own a business and i can speak and mentor to young women and try to help save some of these girls some of these girls are lost out here you know what i'm saying and Absolutely. they don't have necessarily we don't have always the best examples um, to help lead the girls that don't want to be in music videos or magazines or butt out everywhere or, you know right. what I'm saying, and want to go to school and feel like, well, this is how, you know, everybody's a stripper, so I have to be a stripper to make it. No diss to the strippers or nothing, but, like, everybody, that's not everybody's ambition. Everybody no. doesn't want to, you know, walk around calling themselves a sweater or how, like, oh, you know, we're trying vixen, to... Or... Everybody doesn't want, there's girls that still want to be teachers. There's girls that want to be, I get so many calls, like emails or DMs from girls that want internships. They want to get into PR or they want to get right. into marketing or advertising. I get more of those mm-hmm. than I get of girls wanting to be on TV. No, not that many girls actually hit me and mm-hmm. really, like barely said like, oh, I want to get on TV. Most okay. girls that hit me want to get their job on, their work on, or okay. their school on, and they want advice. So that's why I felt like so do you have something for that. that? Do you have a program for girls that want to do that PR work? Or is that something you plan on the future to do? I think that's probably a, um, a later on goal. Like, okay. But I do but I do it on a, 
these makeup artists that you see on Instagram, I give these, these are people that hit me off Instagram, off social media that want a chance and want an opportunity and want a photo credit or want something for their book or have okay. a product they need promoted, but they're a small business and they can't afford like social media advertising rates. So right. in a day practice of my life, I give women chance. Not just women, men too, but mostly women. I give a lot of women chances in my life. Okay. From hair to makeup to PR to management That's good. to A&R. Like, if like, you're a woman, you have a talent, and you come to me, and especially if you cross my path and really, you know what I'm saying? Then you, my, you, most women in my circle now will tell you, like, I met Hazel here, and I told her I did this, and she gave me a chance, and I've been to Dubai with her and here with her, and this, like, they're they're excited. Like, she's something to me. You know what I'm saying? So I, I practice that in everyday life. Like, mm-hmm. I don't go find the hottest makeup artist that everybody's talked about and asked them to do my makeup. No, I go get the girl that nobody's looking at nobody will give a chance who's over here beating a bitch's face off or whatever. And no one's looking at her because she only got 200 followers. Let me, you, come here. What you, yeah. what you, what you, what you trying to do? That's right. what I do. You That's know what dope. I'm saying? So, That's dope. You got to respect um, that. That's dope. I like that. Because, you know, like um, I said, it's hard to find someone like yourself or just females, period, that's into you know, letting other people in their circle, someone that's unknown, someone that has a drive, a lot of times they get pushed under the rug or they get the door slammed in their face. So for you to open the doors and embrace people like that, that's, 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 I can't even, that's, that's applaudable. I can't even, you know, I can't even be mad at that. That's super dope. So that's something that I think that a lot of, a lot of women that have that status should take a page from you because that, that's, that's, that's unheard of. It really is. So that's, that's super dope. Now, I want to talk about now, listen, I seen you tweet <laughs> that you have a new bay. So you was on the yacht. I said, okay, she yachting it. So congratulations. Now, if this is real love, I'm happy for you. So you have a new bay. They try to say something about his age, but you put everybody uh-huh. on notice that, you know, he's of age and everything's cool. So how has your new situation developed? Are you happy now? Everything's moving smooth. Things is doing good. How do you feel about your new situation? <laughs> My new situation definitely um, makes me happy. It was, was definitely there and probably the most time of need that I probably could have ever been in due to okay. this whole cycle and journey and, Started off as my friend, and, you know, I mean, hell, he's a young, hot, you know, cute guy, and he fucking loves my dirty draws, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, <laughs> at this time, it's a yeah, place in my life coming right. from uh, running around with a, a crazy comedian across the globe and not, you know, and having the sacrifice of certain things in my life, I think I was just at a point where I needed somebody who was willing to put their stuff to the side and help me with mine and then us both shine. And mm, so I like it's that. so funny because uh, I just feel like I need to, you know, expand more on the, uh, you know, the Mr. Right chapter or whatever because it's just like, you know, women think they can't train a man. And, and not to say that I have mine trained or anything, mm-hmm. but you can definitely if they're in mold the right them. space and place, help them, help them mold, yeah, mold into being the man that, they should be and that you kind of want. Like, as long as you, you know, if, if he's willing to learn new tricks, teach him. You know mm, what I'm saying? New tricks. Sometimes like the old that. dogs, mm. they don't, they don't, sometimes <laughs> the old dogs don't want to learn new tricks. They said, <laughs> I went from 45 to 25. You feel me? So That's 20 a 20 years, year yeah. age gap, a 20 years age gap works real differently. And I'm stuck in the middle. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, all right. This guy here has a program. It's that I'm not interrupting. I'm not. If I'm going to be a part of it, that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to be. I'm going to be right. a trophy in the case or, you know what I'm saying, Wh- whatever that is. And mm-hmm. I have no say-so in this program at okay. all. That's, that's, but over here, mm-hmm. <laughs> I get to be me, get have my say-so, right. have my cake and eat it too. And, you know what I'm saying, with a cherry on top. And I'm able to do what I feel is best for me, which is, worry about me for a second like right. hell I, since I got on the scene it's been about this guy and that guy like where's the time where it's like Hazel's like blow up moment like who's helping her get there and I happen to find somebody that mm-hmm. is willing to help me get there and make sure I'm getting there pretty much almost every day unless he's, he's tripping or something but you know we all have to accept people's flaws and we also know that no one is perfect so if you feel like, you know, that person is worth being in your life, then you work with it. If you feel like they don't fit the program, then get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? But don't, if you're doing that consistent, uh, cons- uh, can, what can I say, consistently mm-hmm. or habitually, 
then maybe you need to just relax, dehydrate, detox, take a break. You know what I'm saying? Or, Absolutely. But if you just find yourself like, okay, this didn't work out, and then, you know, this happens to fall in your lap, it's like, okay, you know, fill it out. Settle. Like, I've been with this person for the whole time, but it was nothing that I broadcast on social media because I had to fill it out before I put it on the world because I had to make sure okay. we were strong enough to be able to deal with what deal was going to be said. We'll come with that, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I'm not going to say that the young boy wasn't ready. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) He's ready. He's ready. (laughs) (laughs) He he got the world paying attention to his yacht pick, so... You know what I'm saying? He must be on somebody's program, okay? Absolutely. He's on somebody's program. So let me ask you this. Does does social media validate a relationship? Because I'm not that type person. Like, for me, I'm very private. So for me, you know, I don't... I think that the only time I will ever post someone that I deal with on social media is if it's something like you know, I, I we're getting engaged or we went on a ba- a vacation, you know, instead of a vacation, it's a vacation. I will post yeah. that. But just to, like, I, I, just, I just don't get into it. I just feel like, because, you know, when this situation is over, then it's like a lot of times people got to delete all them pictures. And I feel like that yeah. shouldn't validate your relationship. I feel like your relationship should be validated within the two people that's in the relationship. Y'all should validate it yourself. But for me to say it's only validated if I post it on Twitter or Instagram and I got the world see it and it's validated, I think that's absent. I don't agree with that. What's your thoughts on that? Do you think you have to so you validate it? Like you, must be, you must be in a situation right now where somebody is like, claim me. <laughs> Put me on social media. Say my name. Let me know it's real. And you are like, you are no. not with it. That no, be, actually, yo, yo, listen. Yo, I'll tell you how I feel about it. So, um, mm-hmm. I agree. I don't feel like social media should have to validate your relationship. Okay. I feel like that if you want to do that, Right. You can, but see, I have I have a problem with people that try to rush that situation too fast because then I feel like you have intention or purpose with me. Because if you look at my social media, you only see a couple faces and probably repetitive faces because those are the people that are really in my life that I feel like, yeah. you know, that are strong enough to be in my world and be, you know what I'm saying, validated right. in my life. But I don't, I'm not quick to rush with all that social media posting and you know, doing all this and that. Like, if you have a moment that y'all are having and you want to put it on Snapchat or something, like, it's cool. Like, it's 24 hours. Like, what's the, you know what I'm saying? Like, we share the moment. It's gone. Save it. If you if I want to post somewhere later, cool. If not, it doesn't mean, like, we know we shared the moment. You know what I'm saying? It's, every moment is not for the world to see all the time. So I don't, I don't think that right. having to be required to post in a relationship, you know, validates it or not. But I do feel like the, you know, cheat code to that would be, is that, you know, also claiming it on social media. Like, you can't not claim a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're claiming okay. somebody, you're cuffing them, it's just kind of letting them know it's real. So I feel like in the time that you feel like you'll know the moment, like, okay, I'm going to let this person know that it's real, and I'm going to put this up there. I think that's the moment for that person to decide. And if that person, you know, takes too long and it's not in your time, then right. maybe that person's not the same, in the same space you are. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, okay. and maybe you guys aren't on the same level because, you know, clearly right. we, we can be delusional. Guys can be delusional. Anybody can be delusional. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And think like, I'm right. kicking it with this guy every night and we're doing this and that. We're going to dinner and whatever and whatever. And, I, you know, I, oh my God, I love him. And I, you, bam, you post a picture. And then it's like, hey, you didn't post a picture. And it's like, well, it wasn't like that to me. You know what I'm saying? And right. it, like I say, it's at, it's it's a mm-hmm. it's a mutual understanding. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? And so you can't feel slighted if it's not the right time. Right. Now, if you've been with somebody for a year, a year and a half, two years, and they still, and they own social media. Now, it's a bit different. If a person's on social media and just not putting you on social media, they're just not willing to claim you. Now, if a person's not really, really big on social media and doesn't do that, and so they don't do that, it's kind of like that's not what they do anyway. So right. you can't really be too mad. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's just, I think it's just gauging it for your situation, but I definitely don't think it's like a requirement to validate a relationship, especially a new one. You right. know? Okay. A new one, you gotta, you gotta let it be like, Develop. the whole thing about me, me and Kat was that the, the best parts were the parts before people knew that we were even together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't put it on social media 
somebody took a picture at a basketball game and saw us and spotted together and knew that I was uh, I was made up with somebody. But right, Pop we didn't put for the, the, the yeah the world the world was like oh bam we see her oh we see who she oh okay we putting this out here and then it was just like that's what it was like we so it started from a picture that y'all was at a game and that's how it all transpired pretty much that everybody that's knew how, was. That's, yeah that's when the world knew we was together but it wasn't. He don't even have Instagram or whatever. He only had, like, a Twitter and a Facebook. And, of course, you know, right. being the person he is, he has a team that pretty much run, runs that. You right. know what I'm saying? So um, there was no way for him to promote or put anything out. And right. unless I really was like, okay, I'm going to put this out, then it just wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't going there. And then as, as time, you know, went, he he never had a problem taking pictures and, you know, doing that. He knew that like was my thing, but like, it was not every moment that everything we do, we're going to the movies. Really? Does that have to be on Instagram? Like, we're just at the, like, can we just go to the movies? You know what I'm saying? So exactly. it was like, I learned, I learned his pace and his face and what he wanted to do. But like I said, with that situation, it was nothing that I had to necessarily promote. It's just, if you caught us and you saw me pop up on a stage or saw, you know what I'm saying? And, you were happy, and you know what I'm saying, to find out what was going on, you found out. But yeah. it was no requirement for either one of us to publicly, you know, put the love on top on social media to make it real, you know? No. We big dogs. We big boys. We don't have to do that to validate anybody's yeah. opinion right. or anything they want. No, no, we don't. <laughs> I know that's right. So I just want to ask you too, Hazel. So if you if you had if you seen Masika the day of tomorrow in person, would you have any words for her, or are you just totally done with Masika? If you seen her the day tomorrow, you had an opportunity to say something to her. Would you? I'm gonna have to say say. I'm gonna have to say stay tuned. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I can't. I can't answer a question that I already know. So you know, that's yeah. all I'm gonna say with that. Okay. We're going to leave the love here. Pop alone. <laughs> We're going to leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. All right. So I, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, um, Hazel. Um, I really do appreciate it. You taking the time out. And like I said, whenever you're in Philly, you know, I'm definitely going to hit up your team. And hopefully we can get the live interview, you know, in person and get, you know, get the visuals and everything like that. Um, I appreciate you, like I said, and no, let the people know about the book, when it's coming out, how they can get it, and what they got. Look forward to stay tuned for your brand and what you got going on. Let them know. Oh, yeah. The um, Girl Code Ethics of the Lifestyle book is on pre-order right now. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, Target, pretty much anywhere books are sold. Um, yeah, I say Amazon, right? Yeah, Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, all those uh, sites. Right. Um, it's in the link. My bio on Instagram at Hazely Baby. Um, it comes. It drops in stores April fourth. We're doing a big signing at the Grove in LA at Barnes and Nobles, and hopefully, I'll be coming out there. I'm going on a whole book college tour thing. It got picked up for incoming freshman college curriculum this fall semester. So mm. all the incoming girls coming into college in the fall. You know, the girl coding is going to be on their reading list. So um, mm. we'll be on a, co a college tour with the book in the fall. And I'm sure Philly is going to be on that stop. So I should be there. Oh. If not, let's work on let's work on the Let's work on the end store. We can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay so yeah we definitely gotta make that happen like i said i gotta hit up your team because like i you know like i said i definitely appreciate you coming on my podcast and you know Thanks i was super having... excited about this and you know sd green big shout out to sd green you know the That's tmg right, firm i mean he is super dope you got a you got a good team behind Brittany, you, Brittany williams Brittany williams Brittany, yeah Brittany williams she was she was he on i already interviewed her she was on the daily ground radio show so she did a super dope interview she shouted you out she shout out the whole team out so yeah you know like i said y'all team and sd green and what y'all got going on i want y'all to keep it pushing keep the keep the envelope keep the brand moving you know and i and i'm looking forward i'm following you so i'm looking forward to seeing what you got coming up so like i said you know um la i know the weather is good <laughs> i'm over here yeah. cold we about to get a snowstorm well actually i've been i'm actually i'm gonna tell the truth when i was on my way to work this morning i was like I live in, you know, by the ocean. So okay. right now, for some reason, this is like my first year, like in the spring, living by the ocean. And it has been like a fog marine layer over 
the ocean all day. And then as soon as I had to go to work and hit towards, like, you know, um, Beverly Hills, West Hollywood, you know, those areas, it okay. was like the sun was shining. It was a whole glorious, like, 80-some degrees day out over there. And then I had to, like, drive back home to the cloud and the fog. So don't feel bad. I I can't even see, like, I usually could see the Ritz-Carlton from my, my penthouse. And right now I'm like, man, it's so much fog I can't even see, like, a block mm. or two away. Like, it's crazy. Like I'm looking wow. at the window right now, like damn, it's so, it's so. It looks like a scary movie. Like when they put all the mist <laughs> right there in the ocean. Like so, this is some next level. Yo. I was sitting here like, looking like, why is the moon out? But it's like, it, I was just tripping. Like it looks crazy. Like what am I doing? Like where am I going? Why am I? Why am I doing this? Like yeah. what? If, what? If, what? Going down. So don't exactly. feel bad about the weather. I'm in the Marines, so it's just not. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, shit, you was a military brat, so you know you know all about different climates. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was born in Cincinnati, Ohio, so I am really was born oh, in the Oh, wow, Midwest. right near PA, yeah. right next to PA. Wow. Exactly. So that's where I was born at. That's where most of my, like, you know, cousins, aunties, uncles live. So you represent Cleveland? You represent the Cavs with LeBron James, or you represent somewhere else? I mean, so the tricky situation about that <laughs> is that... <laughs> I end up growing up between there uh, and then Denver and San Antonio. And uh, mm. my parents ran an ambulance company and they had the contract for the Spurs for me growing up from middle school all the way until like I graduated college. So I went to wow. every Spurs game, Alamo game, like when that Spurs used to like have the Fiesta colors, when yeah. Dave Robinson was there, Sean Elliott, Doc Rivers, you know, Steve Kerr. You can see I'm a Spurs fan. So it's just oh, like. Oh, you're a Spurs fan. Yeah, oh, hell no, no, Hazel. Hell yeah. no. We ain't so, having that this year, Hazel. We ain't, we ain't Spurs. But I ain't love Curry with the, the shot. I do, yeah. I do like Spurs. Oh, you want to get your shot, Curry so. on? All right, well, too yeah, bad yeah. the Durant's hurt. So I don't think I don't think Golden State Warriors can beat LeBron James without the rant. That's just my personal. No, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron plays like a straight G. You know what I'm saying? Their squad is their <laughs> like uh, their squad is lit. Like I'm a lover of basketball, so I grew up playing. You see me playing all these celebrity basketball games all the time. Like okay. I really love basketball, but you know my heart, my heart is you know my child. Like, it, is with the Spurs, but I know that you know, you know. Um, they had their time. Pop, Pop is a legend. Yeah, Pop is a legend. Yeah, Pop. But Tim Duncan has the same birthday as me. You know what oh, I'm saying? So wow. it's just like now that he's retired, I'm kind of like, all right, I gotta, you know, pick a <laughs> pick a new squad. And I, I really like the Splash Brothers. So you yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, you it's you near West, you so. you out there, so you near them. So yeah. you might well join. I mean, Dub with that, Nation. I the Houston Rockets, like the Houston Rockets. Yeah, shout like, out I to the, the Bears. Rockets. Shout I out can't. to you know. Jen, you know, James yeah. Harden, the bear, he be doing it. He did his thing last night. Actually beat Cleveland last night, actually. So, oh, yeah. see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, shout him out. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, listen, I'm a, I'm a sports fanatic. I'm a sports fanatic. So, All right, Hazel. Yeah, so, a- like I said, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. It'll be ready. Thanks It'll be up me. and ready tomorrow. It's dropping tomorrow, so make sure you subscribe to the Do, I, Do For Hip Hop okay. podcast. Make sure all, you okay. know, get your family, everybody, let them know. Let it let it be litty. You know, this joint going to drop tomorrow. It's going to be on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, DJ Buddy 215 and make sure you check me out on the Deadly Grind Radio Show, Philly's number one internet radio show, every Sunday, 4 to 6. Peace, and I'm out.